Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty. Aloha, I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday and happy fall. It is November. Oh Are my you loving gosh. it? Where is time gone? Yeah, I mean, Texas's weather has gotten way better in the past like couple weeks, so I feel a little spoiled. Yeah, it's, it's been great. It's really um, getting cooler and cooler in Hawaii. Like, I definitely have to sleep with a blanket every night, and it's a thick yeah. quilt. <laughs> That's so sad to know that, like, when it dips into the 70s, everybody's, like, busting out their, like, puffy jackets and their mittens and they use their seat warmers. Like, somebody was like, oh, my gosh, it was, like, 68 degrees, and I had to put my seat warmer on. And I was like, I think I did that one time. One time right before paddling in the morning, it was like 50 some degrees and I put my seat warmer on in my truck and I was like, I never use these, but today's the day. (laughs) I used to have um, hand warmers on my motorcycle. Oh, that's kind of cool. Kind of bougie. It it was a BMW. That's why. So yeah, it was bougie, (laughs) bougie bike. And I, there, it, there were times, you know, when it's, you know, the weather starts dropping into the, um, the low 70s that even in Hawaii, you want your little hands to stay warm. <laughs> your little hands. So it's this is our, our beginning of November show. Okay. Um, what are we thankful for? What are we thankful? Well, I am thankful because we have already ordered our turkey Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. What? It's How? so sad. We used to. OK, so it would be a big thing where I would try to get tickets to do the emu turkey. So in Hawaii, emu means like um, it's a pit. They dig this yeah. large, um, vast pit and they sell. It's usually a fundraiser for a lot of schools, um, elementary schools, pit. middle schools, high schools. Um, they all do it. Uh, and you buy buy ticket. Usually it's. I want to say it was like $35 and it'll per tray. You're allowed to put per tray. And uh, mm-hmm. as long as you don't have the, and you seal it up good with foil, but you're not allowed to put anything alcoholic in there because if it explodes, you're going to damage other people's food. So there are some strict rules when you cooking everybody's food together in a pit and they label it. They put like metal markers, metal tags. Yeah. And uh, they pinch it through the edge of your foil. And so I used to support several of the local schools in my neighborhood. Um, Every year I would buy, you know, a spot in one of the pits, the emu pits. And Mm -hmm. since COVID last year, and you can't have the big Thanksgiving and it's just me and my household, it's so small. So nobody really wants to cook. And so last year for the first time we ordered an entire turkey dinner and it's a smaller turkey. Usually when we do a Thanksgiving, it's like a 20 something pound turkey. Um, cause it's a lot of people like 26 to 30 people that show up at my house. So now it's only like nine of us mm-hmm. <laughs> at most. And, uh, two of them are children. <laughs> so it's not a lot and nobody wants like leftovers for days and days. So we ordered it and we did it again this year because everybody was lazy and they're like, well, it was so easy. It's yeah. so easy. So it's, um, there's a local restaurant, Zippy's restaurant in Hawaii. And, oh, uh, Zippies. I ordered it from Zippy's. They was, it's pretty good. They do a good job. Awesome. And it was very, very That's reasonable. Exciting. I think it was like $140 with a pumpkin pie. 
Oh, you get the pumpkin pie with it. No, it was $10 for the pie. So it was $130. Oh. Um, it's a full turkey. It's it's a smaller turkey, maybe about 10 pounds. Then it's got mashed potatoes and gravy and cranberry sauce and stuffing. I think Thanks. that was it. That sounds delicious. I don't even know what our plans are for Thanksgiving, but we usually like fry up a turkey. We'll have dinner and then we'll have a shit ton of leftovers. And then I think I this Thanksgiving, I just want to sleep. <laughs> really don't hey, sleep do if much. you can i love sleep it's my favorite thing to do is to get like a really solid good night's sleep every night it's it's something i live for every day and at the end of the day i get to say i'm in my happy place <laughs> yeah i actually am looking forward to having a few days of rest coming up because i didn't really rest when i got my surgery i felt yeah, like i, I was more why. busy why i don't know keeping I... yourself so busy I don't know, but I really regret not just laying there. Yeah, as you should because have. Because it was such an excuse to not do anything. Yes. And your body needed that rest so that it could focus on healing. The more stuff that you do, yeah. you're going to use these muscles and parts of your body. that So it's going to take away from where it needs to focus that energy is where it needed to heal. Yeah, I didn't do it right. I didn't do mm -hmm. it right. But I have a few days coming up off of work. I'm going to take those days to relax and enjoy and mellow out and close my eyes and just exist. Exist. I think that's exactly what I want to do. And start your holiday shopping. Yeah. So have you started thinking about like Christmas, um, your Christmas lists and like things that you have to get and do? I am. I always mm -hmm. have to get gifts for my nephews and um, my cousin's children. So all the kids, we always buy gifts for the kids well i was just wondering and i was curious about your like plans for christmas because i've like already started to plan uh -huh. kind of because i want to for the first time i'm actually going to stick to a budget and like a real plan for mm -hmm. christmas instead of just buying the crap out of things and i was like oh 12 days of christmas like i just learned that 12 days of christmas starts christmas day and then goes for 12 days so january 5th or 6th depending on like your beliefs and religion or where your calendar falls uh -huh. but what i was thinking was reverse it and like have 12 days before christmas you have like little gifts leading up to it oh it's like one of those advent calendars that. i thought it was the other way also i thought it was leading up to christmas because i've Me bought too, the calendar things so we must be buying the wrong kind of calendar things because it no, leads no no up to no it's well that's an advent calendar yeah okay so it has like little gifts inside when yes. you open up each day right Whereas this is like the song is based off the 12 days of Christmas, which starts on Christmas and then ends January 6th and it has something to do with religion. And I'm not going to be like an expert in this, but that's what I looked up when I was doing some research because I wanted to do something special with a friend uh -huh. and do the 12 days of Christmas and then have like maybe a card on the first day or a chocolate bar on the second day, stuff like that. And just lead it up to a bigger present, but not break the bank along the way because i tend to do that sometimes okay so are there rules to like what the gifts are for like those days well i think it's just based on like what you agree to with with whoever you're going to do it with and i think i think it's nice to just have like a little something each day and not go like <laughs> too crazy and i think five dollars is a good limit leading up to and then like a hundred and something dollars maybe two hundred dollars for the big gift like i just don't want to get crazy yeah, and I'm, I mean, we haven't established, like, how much we're spending, 
But I want to make room and make sure that I have enough for my nieces, too. Yeah. And my parents and my brother, you know, small little people here and there. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, we're going to have to send, like, a family gift, you know. Yeah. I actually like things that, um, especially for young kids, that give them ownership of their space. So it gives them a piece of something that they will take with them if they move around or if they leave. So I want something that's going to be timeless. So I know that I bought both of my cousins. I bought one of them, this very ornate jewelry box, but it was really pretty. And it's something that it will look good wherever she lives for the rest of her life. But things like that. Uh, For my nephews, though, they're harder. Um, They're all about action. Um, Right. So it's like trying to keep them busy and because we don't have a big yard and it's too cold to go swimming. So um, it's trying to keep them busy and occupied and engage their brain. So I kind of look for sciencey things. There's a lot okay. of that um, for on the do market. Do they still have like chem- – do they have chemistry kits still like where you can do like basic chemistry or – do they have any of that stuff anymore? They, I don't they know. I definitely to... have that, but there's better ones now. Um, and there's a bunch of little companies that make like engineering things where they get to build stuff. I'm excited about the holidays. I'm excited to spend my time in the ranch house because that is like way overdue. I need to be out there already. And um, I'm excited for just like being able to bundle up with some hot chocolate and like sit and enjoy absolute silence, which is such a rare thing nowadays. I am hoping that you will set a little campfire. I will. At night and record that. I love a burning campfire and you have enough land and it would just be beautiful to see these little flame sparks, you know, floating up to this night sky full of stars. I really want to do a Chinese lantern thing. Mm-hmm. When I'm out there and watch it like float up into the dark. Because out there you can see stars, you know, like you're really alone. And then when like it gets colder, there won't be bugs. Nice. Oh, yeah. I think that the Chinese lantern, um, they're actually not allowed in Hawaii. You're not really supposed to have them because there's a fear of it um, landing on somebody's house and then setting their house on fire. Yeah. And houses in Hawaii are ridiculously expensive but well, they're, um they're not built they're not technically built to withstand a fire like no there's no brick yeah so um but in your land area and you got acres and acres i'm sure it'd be fine yeah well i don't want to set anybody's land on fire either so well and we'll be careful you know be very careful after a rain it'd probably be just fine you know after the winter yeah rain but it would well, be lovely to put, too. since if you do this like around New Year's, put all mm-hmm. of your wishes, since it's paper, right? Write all of your wishes for 2022, then let it go up into the sky. Are we going to do another vision board? That's kind of like I vision boarding. absolutely want to do another vision board. And I'm forcing my family to do it with me um, because I was talking to you about it. And I think it's a really great idea to um, really get in touch with what it is that you really want to accomplish in the next 12 months of your life. 
mm-hmm. or going even further, the next five years, 10 years. I mean, there's no time limit when you do a vision board. It is really just realizing what it is that's important to you in life. And the last, it's been a few years. And the last time I did it with my kids, it was so insightful to see what was important to them, what their hopes and their dreams were. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm hoping to encourage my nephews to do it because at a very young age, it would be really fun to look back, right? Years later and say, look, this is what your hopes and dreams were at this point. It's like a snapshot of your, of your dreams. Right. I'm just looking at mine right now. And I think that not all of it came to fruition yet, but a lot of it did, but but a lot of it did. So I think we're just going to continue on this path. So we just build upon this. Yep. And then it's also really fun is when things do uh, manifest, you know, it comes true. You get your wish, write the date, go back to your vision board and, and date it. So it's like a, reminder of proof that, Hey, I did get that. I did get that. And it did happen for me at this time. And they're totally yeah. fun. I'm ex- I'm excited for something new, something yeah. new coming into my life right now. Yeah. This time I'm going to, um, I have a whole stack of magazines that I'm about to throw nice. out. You know, you know, like all the free ones that keep coming in the mail. Yeah. So I have a ton of those and, um, I, I, they sit around and they grow into a pile and they're yeah. supposed to go into the trash. But um, I'm thinking since they're there, might as well cut them up and take all the images that we want out of it as a family and make some really fun vision boards. I think you should go ahead and throw those away and just use the internet, like Google imaging. But I want the tactile fun of cutting it out, searching for it, cutting it and pasting it. I have done them many times with all of my photo albums online or in my, my cloud or in my libraries and even internet photos and then build it that way. And the one that we built that we did for you, we did on Canva, totally free. And then you ordered it as a poster print and it looks amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It does look really good. Yeah. 2022. So yeah, 11, 11, we always say that's angel numbers. Um, yeah. But 22 you know, it's two. Two is the divinity, right? And then we've got it twice. So it reminds me of 1111. So I'm really excited that this could be a year that's really healing for everybody. I think I think we all need it. I think that there has been social change that has happened. Yeah. I think um, a lot of businesses have changed the way that they run, they work. It's opened up so many new possibilities for job opportunities in, you know, working from home, which didn't really exist like it does today. I mean, it was definitely a catalyst of change. And so in the bigger picture, there was a bright side. And I think it also made people more aware of the importance of staying up to date on their health and taking care of themselves. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Oh, all the cards flew. Yeah. Maybe like they, maybe they took their health more seriously, but I I think they also took other people's health more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And I I like that schools have changed their dynamic. I mean, I remember my child, unfortunately, getting punished for missing too much school and they tried to give him a detention. And I said every every absence was um, a medical excuse. And we had doctor's notes. Um, It wasn't necessarily excessive. But if you would stop 
other children from coming to school sick, maybe my child wouldn't have been susceptible, things like that, right? And now it's not even an issue. It's not even a problem. If you're sick, they're telling you, even a sniffle, stay home. Don't chance it. You know, don't even risk potentially getting other people sick or contaminating a space that you want to go back into. I can I tell you that a fun fact, I have not missed I did not miss a day of school from kindergarten to 12th grade. You must have been very healthy kid. I was healthy, but I was also determined to like have great attendance. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, like, I wish I had taken days off of school and like just relax. And so I think I should have done that more more so. I am going to pull a card for 2022, just a preliminary kind of view. We're going to do one card. Yeah, angel cards are coming out. Angel tarot cards. You said angel, and the one card already came out. You said angel numbers. So for 2022, here it is, the Eight of Fire. Um, It has a bunch of, like, wands or staffs. Beautiful. And it says, events moving at a fast pace, delays are over, many things are happening at once. So 2022 is going to rock our world, apparently. That sounds like really great news. Like you said, we need time to heal. We need events to come back. We need people to like be excited about life and like all the creativity out there. And I think we just need everything to be set in motion. Make a plan, follow through, and do it. Hopefully everybody will benefit from it, you know? I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. I mean, I'm already feeling more hopeful. Hawaii has started to um, allow gatherings up to a thousand okay. people at like Dang. sporting events. Um, really? So you couldn't go to a sporting event or a concert or anything all this time. So since like 2020 March, when we went into the first lockdown. So it's really exciting to start to see that happening. They are requiring that you have proof of vaccination and you do have to social distance and you do have to wear a mask, but it's starting to come back. And a thousand people is quite a bit. I saw a video of Waikiki at least recently and it's crowded. Yeah. Crowded. There's a lot of people who keep flying here um, for vacations and things. And I, as much as I want to travel and I want to go see places, and I'm vaccinated. I'm hoping to get my booster. But I'm also thinking about what other things have I not um, been vaccinated for? Um, or are they up to date? Hmm. Do they expire? Before, I mean, I remember that before you left the country, they told you to get like a ton of vaccinations. And I don't know if that's still a thing anymore. If people are, or it's if only, it's it's only dependent on so. where you're going. It depends mm-hmm. on where you're going, but. Yeah, there are a lot of vaccinations like you should be up to date with if you're going to like mostly third world countries or rural areas. Mm -hmm. But what if those people from third world countries comes to where I live? Shouldn't I be vaccinated anyway? They should be vaccinated, but they might not have access to healthcare, and they're already bringing it. They're bringing it. They've already had it. So I already feel like the world is so on the move and has been for decades that I think it's it's not a thing about where I'm going to travel to. It's about taking your own health into your own responsibility and getting yourself vaccinated for anything and everything, you know? Yeah, but there, there's people that are still not going to do it. There's still people that's, that are that's not. That's their choice. That's okay. Yeah. They'll that live their life. Vaccinated, which... But for somebody who lives, like I live someplace as an international destination. Yeah. You know? And so I, it's traffic. something that's that's on my mind all the time. I'm 
walking out into like, I want to go to Ala Moana for Christmas time shopping. I just want to. Oh my not, gosh. Ala Moana. It's, it's going to be the most insane, crazy packed place. But every mm-hmm. year it's such a destination to just go and be there when everything is all decorated for Christmas. It's probably like going to Disneyland you know, at Christmas time, right? You want to see all the decorations or Vegas. Yeah. I've been to Las Vegas at Christmas time. I love to go to these places that everything changes and it just magical. Christmas is magical. It is magical. And right. we're so close to this time of year. Um, I haven't taken the time to do a lot of the Christmas um, tours and parades like our Honolulu area. There's they they wrap all these trees and lights and then they have these big, um, like they have a light parade and they have big, large <laughs> statues that people like to go take pictures with. Um, and it's just beautiful. And I kind of want to go. I well, I'm excited because you're going to get you're going to get some good video to share with our listeners and like show everybody what it looks like. I think yeah. they're going to be excited, too, about all that as well. I hope so. That would be absolutely fun. Once midnight Halloween hit. I heard a Mar- the Mariah Carey song, Come On, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, no, it starts. And then I tuned in to a radio station that I know plays, like, holiday music mm-hmm. for two months straight, <laughs> and it is, it, it, like, it's already happening. I was like, it's, Michael Bublé hit me, like, really hard. The Christmas with, music. What was I'll the be song? home for Christmas. Oh. I'll be home for Christmas. And I was like, bro, I need a fire. <laughs> I need some marshmallows, and I need it now. Do you want a white Christmas again? Do you want snow? No. no. I don't think anybody is prepared for that in Texas still yet to this day because they don't think it's going to happen again. And so I'm like, all right, fine. Did you grab your drink? You I do have little... my drink. My ice is not my ice is not crinkling enough. You know, my ice is melted too. <laughs> it's fine. In spirit, we're having a drink. Yeah. So what do you have planned for um, fall? So for fall... We're really going to try to get these um, – we're really trying to fix up the farm so we can have, like, a patio area for all of us to sit outside. Because in the fall, it's nice and cool and mm-hmm. the bugs are less. I actually had a monster mosquito land on my head and my brother thought it was a wasp. And then he got closer and he grabbed it and he was like, oh, my God, it was a huge mosquito. It was big. It was like, did you watch maybe... Dune? I did watch it. And you know that thing that goes flying? I thought that was, like, a mosquito. And then I realized it looked like it was, one. It was like mechanical, but God, that if that was like a oh, they're aircraft that big. And I imagined your mosquitoes <laughs> flying in Texas were like that big. Are you talking about the thing that tried to assassinate him, or are you talking about their aircraft? The thing that tried to assassinate him. That the hunter. I would say that's that's about the size something. of like the wasps that are out here. Mosquitoes are probably half that size. The big, mm. big, big ones. Yeah, but anyway. As winter comes around, it'll be less and less, and it'll be great. I have a new workout, just like yours. <laughs> you know how you said you don't need a you don't need a membership at a gym; you just need some land. Yeah. So I have undertaken a new project in my garden since I've done all this kind of um, fixing up thing. I painted. Not only did I paint my big pergola, I also painted my fence. Uh, a weekend ago and um i realized that the dirt had uh come up to the fence and it was actually causing water to 
uh, it was causing. Well, it was touching the wood, and so it was starting to fall apart and oh. uh, degrade. So De- now I have to dig the entire length of my my fence and my backyard down. At least I'd be happy if it was like six inches um, under Are my. Are you making fence. like a like a moat, sort of like? Yeah, to just kind of let the wood sit higher and. Uh, wow. But I was like digging. <laughs> I did a stretch of about 10 feet until I hit living very serious, hardy grass. And then um, I couldn't break through it anymore. My hands, I beat up my hands so badly. And um, be careful with that. I, I, even though I had a lot more energy in my body, it was my hands was like, they couldn't, they couldn't do it anymore. So I had to stop. But I was very surprised as the day went on and then to the evening and then to the next day, I started to feel different muscles in my body that um, I may have forgotten about because they all had something to tell me (laughs) about how sore they were (laughs) in weird spots all over my body. So I was like, wow, this is, this truly is a full body workout just to go dig up some dirt. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's why farmers and stuff are so lean and everything because they work so hard. So my new project is um, to do this whole excavation thing. And I actually want to relevel all of my my entire backyard. I got to give it to people who like get back out there and, and really try to work on gardens or their houses because it's a mm-hmm. lot of work. Um, Housework wise, I hooked up my own washer and dryer. Okay. And a lot of people think that's like really easy, but I didn't realize like a dryer that has like you can have a three prong or a four prong plug. Mm-hmm. You actually have to unscrew the back and use grounding wires and doing all this thing so you don't get shocked by your dryer. And if you don't do yep. it right, you can electrocute yourself. And I was like, holy crap, I never knew any of this. And my brother was like, make sure you do it right. And I was like, okay. And I just plugged it in and I went for it because I was like, I think I did this right. I watched enough videos. So now I know how to do both my washer and dryer. And uh, we set up a whole like ring camera system. Uh huh. So now like I know how to like remove an old floodlight and put the new one on with the wiring and everything. So now the now my land has like multiple security cameras and floodlights and everything. Which is good. We're getting there. You know, I want to hang some Christmas lights on my carport mm-hmm. in my house. And uh, eventually when I build like my stairs and my porch, I'm going to put some Christmas lights and have a little fire pit. So it's coming this along. The joy of being a homeowner or living in your yeah. own place and having the ability to just do all of that kind of thing. And you can make it the way you want to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be out there. So we had to get the county involved in installing the septic tank. Apparently uh-huh. you have to have an architect, like a septic architect. Yes. Draw up a plan to have to a get septic a permit. Tank. <laughs> you have to get a permit to put it in. And then my brother's worried that we bought the wrong tank, but he thinks it'll be okay. Um, He's lost 80 pounds. Wow. So in a combination of working on the land plus doing um, that, you know, that new drug, it's, uh, I forgot what it's called, but the, it was, a, it's an injection. Mm-hmm. He has lost quite a bit of weight. I'm very happy for him. I'm hoping my increase in activity on the land helps me lose weight. Cause I'm not just sitting there anymore and I don't feel stagnant. And uh, well, you yeah, guys have I'm, acres of land to 
to do all kinds of things. Some other exciting news. I'm cleaning out the office trailer mm-hmm. that my brother has for his company. Once I set up my big computer, mm-hmm. I'll be able to record out there on the land in the office trailer and be able to watch the sunset. Oh, that'll be beautiful. Yeah, and I'll have to do like a live video so you can put it in the background. Yes, you're um, gonna have to do you're gonna have to do some Texas videos. We've seen a lot of Hawaii. Yeah. I keep I keep doing these videos to share Hawaii, but we'd also like to see some Texas. That's where you are. I don't know. I really feel like everybody loves Hawaii and like its picturesque view. But it, there <laughs> there might be like a little appeal to, you know, showing, you know, the Texas sunset. We'll see. I mean I'd love to I'm see the Texas it. sunset with the donkey out in the back and seeing a random dog run by. <laughs> Like a white blur, a yeah. white blur. She's she's something. She is something else, though. I don't even know how to. I don't even know. Like, just it's so hard to have like a big puppy that has like no sense of. I don't know. She's not situationally aware. She's not considerate of at all. The other day, I was on the phone with somebody. Uh-huh. And I was walking, and she like knocked me over, and I fell on the ground. <laughs> And the the lady on the other side of the phone was like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to sit here for a minute. And then you can hear like Sky like grab, she tried to grab the phone out of my hand and run. And I was like, no, I can't upgrade yet. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did I have anything else that I want to say? Oh, I wanted to promote our new blog post. You wrote a lovely blog post all about your love for Mm -hmm. Hawaiian shave ice. And um, so that's on our website. Please check it out. And then I finally posted Yay! the Spam video. Spam so, so good. It's on YouTube. So good. All the instructions are also on our website. Yeah. You can uh, look it up there and uh, hope you guys really like it. Um, Thanksgiving, people ask when you're at the table what you're grateful for. And I have been put on the spot when I've gone to like Friendsgivings, things like that. Um, but in my own house, I realized that. Well, one, we don't do that on Thanksgiving because we don't actually sit down together in the same space. There's just too many of us. So and everybody's kind of eating in different times and multiple people are having multiple conversations throughout the entire thing, throughout the entire day that we're together. And then I started to talk about this with my kids and I said, I think I realized that we don't make saying thank you a just a once a year kind of a thing. I think I say thank you to people 10 or 20 times every day. Every day. Every day I'm grateful for something. And I said, I think that's just our normal daily conversations is we are constantly saying thank you. Yeah. For everything. In our in, you know, to my children, to my parents, to my um friends and my family. Um, but I do have something that I'm so, so grateful for. You know, everybody gives the um, grateful for your friends and grateful for your family and grateful for your house and where you live. And I am grateful for all those things. But today, my daughter fixed my toilet. (laughs) She replaced (laughs) the fill valve for the tank. And I am so, so grateful. (laughs) And I have been thanking her probably about 20 times already today for just for doing that. After spending an entire night of having to take off the tank every time I flush the toilet and then you have to push down the fill valve thing because it was broken and say, Hey, we're done filling up water. Stop it. And it was just kind of getting concerning 
because of how much water it would use if you didn't catch it. If you didn't make it stop, it would just keep refilling water. And I didn't like the idea of wasting water. Right. But randomly, it would just start filling on its own. Nobody's in there. Nobody used the bathroom. It just starts, the water turns on and then it turns off. And I think it was just because of the broken valve. Wow, things break. So are you thankful for your daughter being able to fix it? Or are you thankful for having a toilet that works? <laughs> I'm thankful for all of it. All of it. <laughs> but the fact that she was able to fix it and it wasn't that hard. She was able to do it. Um, oh, I was so proud of her. Oh, the power of YouTube University. She watched videos. There came with an instruction manual Perfect. inside the replacement part. She's like, I can read. I have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so something like off off the wall thankful for, um, mm -hmm. you know, the friends, family, life, health, all the things, car, money to buy, things, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I'm appreciative of a toilet as, as well, um, living out there with no septic <laughs> system. So, yeah, I'm appreciative of a working toilet. I'm really appreciative and thankful for a nice shower at the end of the day. Yes. Hot yes. water. Hot water. So a friend of mine. I, I, I absolutely love the creature comforts of our life. Yeah. My friend, friend of mine realized like she wasn't getting hot water for more than 10 minutes at a time. And I was like, with how much you pay for rent, you should have hot water yeah. indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. So she finally realized what was wrong. And apparently you have to turn up your water heater. I asked her, I was like, have you ever like looked at the temperature of your water heater? She was like, no, why would yeah. I do that? And I'm like, they had it at like. A cool 100. And I'm like, most of us take like 110 to 120. For those mm -hmm. of you out there who like it like red, your skin to be like scalding off of you. Like, yeah. So mm -hmm. if you ever have a water issue, I, check I turn it up. Yeah. I turn, I, I make it warmer during the winter, but normally I take cold showers pretty much. They're very lukewarm, yeah. almost cool showers. But that's Hawaii, right? Like you don't summer. have yeah. air conditioning running all the time. And it feels better no, to don't. take a, a colder shower than a hot, hot ass shower. But then when I'm freezing cold, I mean, I remember visiting my aunt in um, San Francisco and in the middle of January, December, January, and it was so cold. I did not want to take my clothes off to get into the shower. Mm, you needed a heater. She, she would not turn on the heater. She had one. <laughs> she did not turn on the heater. So it was like a, a very harsh thing to like do that. But then in Hawaii, when it gets really cold here and I want a hot shower, I I would complain almost that I'm it's so cold. But then I remember her house and <laughs> the winter and I can't stand it. I can't. I don't like the cold. So I'm very grateful, grateful, grateful to live here someplace with moderate temperatures. Absolutely love it. Maybe I can ask you this. Okay, so moving all my stuff finally into one location, I bought a lot of, like, uh -huh. cosmetics and, like, shampoo, conditioner, all from Hawaii, right? Several years uh -huh. old. I tried to look it yeah. up, and a lot of things don't have expiration dates. Obviously, if it's a different color, or it's, like, funky, it's, like, stand like, you shouldn't use it. But, like, what would be comfortable? Because, I mean, some of the nice face stuff that I bought from, like, the Korean stores there... Mm -hmm. So I decided, okay, I'm not going to use it on my face, but I'll use it on my arms, right? Because, like, your skin yeah. your skin is usually not as sensitive as your face, like, on your hands and your legs. Yeah. So I'm doing that. 
Agreed. But a lot of stuff that I bought, I was like, I don't really want to throw it out because it's expensive. I would say go ahead and use it in places. You know, always do a test area yeah. somewhere on your body, even your feet. I did throw away shampoo. Always I did throw away love. the old shampoo because I was like, I'm not putting that in my hair because heaven forbid it falls out. Yeah, you don't want to lose. Yeah, I don't want to be bald. Like it would look crazy. Like it would just be hanging on. <laughs> you could have used it. You you maybe could have used it on your dogs. That is true. That is a good point. Um, especially Sky. Like I think I think she's gonna have to graduate to some human shampoo because I got a lot of. I don't know what my problem is, but I love travel size shit. So when I go to like hotels and stuff, <laughs> I'm just like, ah, give it all to me. And I have this huge bag of travel Collection. size stuff, and I'm like. I really don't need all this. But there's mm-hmm. places to give it away. So, like, I figured I would just gather it and take it to a homeless shelter because it's all still good stuff, like soap bars and things that, like that. That would be absolutely perfect um, to give to Yeah, travel size. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totes my goats. Absolutely. They don't – it's very easy for them to carry around. They, it's just that they need more access to more things. Right. Um, I want to share my dream. This is a dream that I've had for years. Um, I've had this vision and this dream for these healing centers. And I am going to share it because I don't know if it'll ever be me that'll create it. But maybe I just need to share it because I've had visions about it. I've, I'm kind of like, I always can think, see the big picture and how to, how great it would be, you know, and all the parts. So I see this kind of like a urban center campus that would have a mix of uh, apartments and everything that you would need. Everything's in walking distance, but everything is, everybody can kind of interact in a, it's kind of like they would become their own community block. And there is a lot of unused space in our country that there are like old abandoned towns and things where there is infrastructure that exists there, but nobody lives there because it's not practical. But we have this vast homeless community Mm -hmm. and not, and there's this problem of people don't want them in their backyard. You know, they want to do something. They want to be helpful, but not, they say not in my backyard. And if we could find land and the space and, put in infrastructure and build them everything that they need to have medical. They need a support system. It's not just, you know, you give them a house, but it does need to start with giving them a house, giving them real housing, and then giving them the support of mental health care, medical care, dental, dental, all of the, the human needs. Plus you need, Give them second chance opportunities, yep. retraining, reeducation, and build their skills. And not just having them in just one part of our country, but having them in multiple areas of our country. And we all have these sections um, in our states that are a lot of land and nobody's really there. Why not allow these second chance communities for everybody who needs it? And it could be um, people who are already they're okay. They're, they're surviving, but they could be like paycheck to paycheck, you know, and you could offer low income or affordable housing for anybody who needs it and anybody who could fall through the cracks. And it's just, it would be really nice if there was a mix of different people in different economic states, all living in the same community block. So that's kind of like my wish and my vision for the, for some 
kind of thing to have these facilities and this campus sort of of support where everybody lives in the community block and they're all like supporting one another in some way it's a commune commune it's a commune that's like for for helping people and healing right so it's a healing commune yes yeah i think you should talk about it and put it out into the universe so i'm just gonna put it out there and maybe i'm not the one who who will actually do it but maybe i just needed to say it out there and somebody else will be inspired and somebody will have your vision connections put it on your vision board for it is on my vision board it is we're going to have to talk about vision boards, too, in another recording. Yes. Because that's going to be lengthy. But as it's ending, you know, the year's ending and we reflect on what things we did actually manifest for this year. <laughs> we still need to manifest. I think you got a lot the, of things. We need to win the lottery. That's that's can still be on there. But maybe we won in another way. Maybe we won in another way. I mean, why did you have to make that sound we so won. deep? That sounded so intense. Maybe we won in another way. <laughs> Damn, <I> get it, <laughs> get it. Maybe we won it in another way. Yeah. I mean, we have. I looked at our website analytics today. We have so many people from around the world who come to our website. So thank you so much for everybody who checks us out there and. All the people who are tuning in on our podcast who are sharing us with their friends and their loved ones um, on YouTube, on everywhere. And for all of our patrons, oh my God, our patrons who have been with us since the beginning. They're still we there. just love and appreciate you so much. So much. Hey, want to say congratulations <laughs> to Tommy on the birth of his new son, Aww. Jeremy. Very cute. Very excited. Say hi to Brandy and Trey and their babies. <laughs> What's up, Atlas? And then um, Lamore for continuing to support us. I really appreciate it. Hope you're doing well out there in California. And Amy, 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 Amy we love you, love you, love you. Amy, love you. who got stuck in Denver Airport for like 14 hours, <laughs> is still killing it. We love Amy. Amy's going to have to come back on our show. Thanks for joining us for another episode of My Ties at Sunset. Please be sure to check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube, and anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Patreon. And until we meet again, ahoy ho!